You're listening to the PGA of Canada Professional Development Podcast, helping you make progress as a teacher, coach, and business owner. Hey, I'm Cordy Walker, and I am your host for this conversation, where we're going to look at an adult coaching program and take a look at the specific example of, of what a session looks like, how it's structured, how it's sold, and all of that good stuff, along with the process that our guest, Sarah Dant, took to go from a, a one-on-one lesson model to kind of implementing this coaching, this group coaching program, and, and ultimately framing everything she does more as coaching and, and training. And along that note, we talk about the importance of the words that you use when describing different types of programs like coaching, training, etc. cetera. Uh, and in this case, uh, this program, we're even looking at an age demographic of 60 and up in Sarah's case. So this works with that demographic for sure, but would work with adults in general as well. All right, let's get into it. I'm excited to dive into some adult coaching programs here. Uh, take a look at what's working, whether that's the the marketing of it, whether it's the getting results for students, how a structure, how to structure all this. Sarah Dant is going to walk us through what she's doing. Sarah, how's it going? Good, Cordy. How are you? Doing well. Uh, if people don't know you, give us a, like a quick background on um, kind of where you're at, what you do, who you teach, where you come from, that kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I am currently right now in two different locations, but my main position or teaching coaching opportunity right now is in Naples, Florida. I'm at a place called Royal Ponciana Golf Club. And I mostly do adult coaching programs down here during season, during the winter season. And then I'm also in Nashville, Tennessee in the summer where I do the same thing and some junior golf also. I started out, I went to Mississippi State in the golf management program, graduated in 2002 and have been teaching ever since, kind of focusing more on coaching and uh, grew up in Minnesota. Other than that. (laughs) There you go. There you go. What kind of students do you teach right now mainly? Yeah. So most of my clients are going to be over the age of 60. So I'm at a club that's everyone's retired. I mean, most of the members are older, but we're starting to get younger crowds. So it's about 60 and over. And again, everyone's retired and just, you know, basically free most of their days. And then in Nashville, I teach it's the same, but I'm going to have mostly like junior golf and then maybe people that work more often. So my schedule changes just a little bit, but it's the same kind of format. Well, I'm sure everyone listening has a, a, a contingent of folks at their clubs that are that over 60 age, uh, potentially retired, and they love playing golf and, and want to get better. So this is definitely going to be relatable for folks. So let's talk about this program that you run for for people. I guess give us the the big picture view of of what it is. Okay, so the big picture is basically I have one big program that actually call it the scoring method program because I I use Will Robbins um, scoring method and fully implemented into my program. So the name of the program is called the scoring method. And then what I do from there is I have training programs set up during the week that people can come to based on whatever kind of program they've decided to commit to. So for instance, somebody will start out in the program. I'll do an on-course assessment with them. I get their improvement plan set up. They start using the scorecards. They use the system. And then from there, we start to really focus on the results because I'm very result-based oriented when I, any marketing or any of my getting people on board is basically, what do you want to shoot? We're going to get you there in 12 weeks. 
So then from there, they can buy into any sort of training package or training program, I guess I call it. And they can come to any of the sessions I have set up during the week. So basically my week is about 40 hours of coaching, probably more during season, but I have different sessions on the calendar that they can come to, whether it's a small group or a larger group. I do solo coaching on course. There's a bunch of different variety of things that they can do. But the whole idea is that they are buying into a program and they're showing up to training sessions within like a three to four month period. Gotcha. Okay. So let's dive into this. How do you get people into this program? Well, so at this point, it's great because I've, I did this last year for about three months and I've been coaching now for a while. So people at my club have already sort of bought into everything I do and sort of drink my Kool-Aid at this point. So it's really easy for me to um, now market it. But to start out, if I was just you know, sort of a coach that wants to do this. The first thing I would do is just start building out a couple days a week where you feel like you can do a group training session. So the way I started is I had two sessions during the week. One was on Monday morning. And then I think there was one on Wednesday morning. And I basically just handpicked people that were taking lessons from me. And I just said to them, you know, I'm going to start doing this coaching thing. Would you be interested in joining us and doing the program? And so starting out from there, I just built it like one group at a time. And we really just focused on the idea of results and training and showing up and coaching and taking them on the course and teaching them how to play. And then from there, it just expanded. So now I basically at this point don't have to do a ton of marketing. Most of the people just talk about, they do it for me, honestly, at cocktail parties and stuff. So I just have people come up and say, I want to get in your program this year. Okay, great. Let's start with an on-course assessment. Let's see where you are, what you need. And then we'll fit you into what I think is a good program for you. So I kind of gotten to the point where I tell them what they need at this point, as opposed to them telling me what they need, which is what I did for years and it didn't work. So now through just, you know, building the program up and knowing what works and what doesn't work, people just now come to me and say, I want to be in, what should I do? But again, that takes, that takes a couple of years to really get to that point. I would say just start out as small as you can and get one group or two groups together. Okay. So getting people together, you said training, coaching, these kind of words around a session. Yeah. What does that mean? So I don't use the word clinic ever. And I try to stay away from the word instruction. So I, I get all the vocabulary of training so that they know that they're coming for an actual training session, like if they were going to a practice session. So for instance, if I have a, I call it different terms, like a player's program, boot camp. they have like just fun little names that people can remember. But so in a training session, they will come and we will work on putting, short game, full swing, basically anything that I think the group needs. For instance, like if I'm coaching people that are just trying to break 100, we do a lot of work on our approach shots and short game and putting. So in a two-hour session, they'll show up. I spend about 15 minutes. We do a lot of discussion on their week, how they played, questions they have. Um, It's good, I think, with group coaching that everybody can always just learn from each other. So we spend 15 to 20 minutes just chatting about what's going on with them and their games. And then I'll work them through two or three different stations where they're practicing. And so that's their training session for the week. And then the following week, they will come to another training session, but we go on the golf course. So it's like back and forth, on course, off course. The word coaching to me has been really important for people to be talking about as opposed to just instruction. Because with coaching, I feel like I'm helping them more with their mindset, their emotions, how they're handling themselves, how they're playing the game. It's so much more, you know, bigger picture than just what does your swing look like? 
you know, and I try to get, if I'm, again, if I'm working with somebody that's, if someone's just trying to break 90, even honestly, I'm not working too much on their golf swing unless they just can't keep the ball in play. I'm working more on their basic fundamentals of just get the ball in play, get down in the scoring zone, chip and putt and be able to score better. And then if somebody really wants to break into the seventies, that's when I'll start maybe working on like more swing changes with them. So I try to keep those two things separate and that's been really good for a mentality of a country club atmosphere, especially if you're retired. A lot of those people don't want to be rebuilding their golf swings at that point. They just want you to help them get better and help them play faster. I mean, shoot lower scores faster. Um, so yeah. I try to use that word coaching and training more often as opposed to clinic because clinic, I don't, they don't like it. <laughs> They've had bad experiences. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, I, I think the words that we use to describe things are really important. I think that's yeah. why using words like workshop, intensive, boot camp, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. are working now much more is that I think people relate to those better and kind of breaks a, an old paradigm or bad relationships people might have had. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I think it's really important to be careful in your marketing material. Like what's your, what are you saying? What are you selling? What are you trying to get them to buy into? Cause that's really the word coaching and is such a big thing right now that people are looking for. If we were to show up to your golf course and, and watch one of these training or coaching sessions, what would we see? Oh, it's so fun. <laughs> no, we do have a lot of fun. Like I try to, because the groups that I've put together, everybody is on the same level and it may be a lot of the same, like, let's say I have a ladies group. A lot of them play together, they practice together and they, they just know each other. And so the first part of it would just be, I'd have them bring scorecards with them from the last week and we would discuss some sort of topic. Like I always have some coaching tidbit that I'm trying to teach them as far as like, okay, okay, how are we going to post like after a round is over, how do you evaluate what you need to work on? Like simple things like that, that I just work on them with. And then from there, we start out doing what I, their main thing that I think they need to work on. So let's say the day is going to be, we're going to focus on 30 to a hundred yard shots. So I'll set up a little practice routine for them, or it might be, okay, we're going to hit one drive and we're going to hit a fairway shot. And then we're going to hit a 60 yard shot. So it's, it's really fun and it's gauging and they're not just hitting balls. They're always sort of have a, a plan. They have a target score that they're trying to get to, and they have something that they can evaluate themselves after it was over. So I have them write down the results. I have them, and again, like I use the scoring method practice card, so it's great. It just has it all on there for you. And then from there, we'd probably go over to the short range and do some chipping and putting from there. And so they've always have some sort of activity that they feel like they're engaging in and being coached on as opposed to just hit balls for two hours. And I have found that most people are kind of like nervous about it at first. And then after the two hours are over, they're like, that was fast. That flew by quickly because they weren't just rapid fired. We were doing a lot of talking and coaching at the same time. And also they walk away feeling like they have something to work on for the rest of the week. Did you say how many students do you go and is just you coaching or do you have another yeah. person that comes in? Yeah, it's just me coaching. So it depends on the group. I think if someone's going to start out, four is a really good number. Like I started out with four people and that's why I call the boot camp. And then I grew that into players program, which takes up to eight people in a practice session. But the eight people in the players program are all regular clients of mine. They're not really looking for a lot of swing changes as much as they are just continuous practice and continuous coaching. So I can handle eight people in a practice session because I have them break up into partners, which I think is, again, a really fun thing for them to do is um, two people in like one station 
and they're going back and forth. So they might hit a drive, one person hits a drive, they have to hit it into a specific fairway, and then they get to record whether they did it or not, and then the other person hits. So it gives them also the practice and the training session looks a lot like if they were playing golf, which I think is very important to keep that mentality of like someone's watching, I have pressure on this, I want to try to do well. So again, I try to keep the practice sessions or the training sessions focused heavily on how they would actually play. But yeah, so it just depends on the number. You could easily do two people in a training session. It just, depending on your comfort level at this point, I'm very comfortable taking eight people and having and showing them how to practice and how to train. And then again, like just a little thought with that, if you decide to do, go this route, I think it's very important at the beginning of the session to set their expectations that this is not instruction. I'm not going to tell you what you're doing wrong after every shot. I'm not going to help you fix your swing right now. This is practice. It's teaching you how to practice. And then while I'm walking around like each group, I'm definitely coaching them. Like, how are you doing? What's going on here? And I'm engaging with them throughout the two hour session, but I don't need to be one-on-one with them. And I'm trying to get to where I don't hold their hand and help them as much so that they're learning and they're actually growing through the exercises. So maybe walk us through again, I know at the beginning you mentioned this, but the majority of people that that work with you, what is potentially like the price point and then the majority of, of what they get? Are they, are they there once yeah. a week, twice a week, once a month? Like, what does that look like? So um, because of my situation where these people are retired, but they're also very busy. So I try to get them to commit to once a week if they're really serious about it. So what I do is I have the initial scoring method program that they just do their assessment. I give them an improvement plan. And then I say, here's what I think you need to do. And then from there, they can buy into a training program. So they can do anywhere from 10 up to 20 sessions if they want to during the season. So I find that most people, because they're not quite sure, like, oh, I don't know about this thing. I don't know about groups or whatever. I'll just say to them, hey, why don't you just commit to six sessions? Everything that they come to is $60. So if they come to a player's program at 60, if they do a boot camp at 60, if they do a solo coaching at 60. So everything is basically the same price. And honestly, that's probably the price point's a little low, but I find that that fills my program because nobody ever, ever questions the price. And they feel like if I ever raise the price, I think they'd all say, we'll pay whatever at this point because they, because it's new and I feel like it's a way to get people in. And I want to be full. You know, I want my program to be full. I want eight people there because I think it's more enjoyable than just two. So everything's $60. So if they buy a package of 10, it's 600. If they buy, they can buy a $900 package, a $1,200. And then I find what happens most of the time is that they run through that 10 sessions so quickly that they just say, give me another 10. I didn't know I'd be coming so often. So for instance, they can come as much as they want, but they're kind of committed to at least one session a week of some either the players program or they'll say, I'm going to come to boot camp once a week. And then I also have a, a, like a handful of people or a group of people that don't want to do every week, but want to see me at least once or twice a month. So with them, I do, they might've been normally people that take a lesson on the range for an hour. And so I've convinced them, Hey, why don't you come into this group thing I do on Thursday nights? There's three of us that play golf. It's the same price. It's $120. It's what I charge for a normal lesson. Um, But instead we have two and a half hours on the golf course together. So I try to make the price point where I'm still making probably during season, I make two to two and a half my hourly rate, but they're paying half of what they would in a normal session. So it's easier to get convince them to come to a two hour group session than it is just keep doing individual. 
and they find it actually more fun after they get into it. Cause I think the hardest thing for me was selling group training in first because, because most people want your attention. Mm-hmm. I think if, if she's not talking to me for a whole hour, I'm not getting my money's worth. So it just is a lot of it too, is just as you build this people, you, you have to figure out your price point. You have to figure out what people will buy and you know what you can sell it for. Yeah, for sure. Have you transitioned like 50, 80, hundred percent of your clients away from one-on-one lessons to this program or? Um, yeah, so I still do one-on-one lessons because the people that originally started with me, like I have some students who I, I really do need to see one-on-one. So the way I sell that now is that they have to at least commit to a program. So let's say I know they, they kind of say to me like, oh, I just want one-on-one. Well, I'm like, well, that's fine. Let's do that every now and then. I'm happy to do a couple, but I need to see you on the golf course at least once a month, if not twice a month. Mm-hmm. And I just basically now tell them and I say, you know what, the other way doesn't work. So if you don't like it and you don't get better, I'll give you your money back. Cause I'm very confident in saying that they're going to get better. <laughs> like, I'm not worried about that part. It's getting them to experience it a couple of times and realize that group training is not that painful. They're just, they're so fixed on the individual lesson and they think they're getting more out of that, but they're not. So I always just tell them, I'm like, commit to it. If you don't get the results, I'll refund your money and we'll do it a different way. But that never happens. So I find that most of my individual lessons now, I call it solo coaching. So somebody can come to a solo coaching session only if they've committed to a program and only if they're doing training programs with me also. So if I have a new student, I definitely want to see them one-on-one and I want to see them playing golf right off the bat. So I'll just say, Hey, let me go see you play nine holes. You're going to be with three other people. We're going to have a great afternoon. And then when we're done, we'll sit down and we'll talk about what you need to do. And yeah, we might need to do three sessions together individually. And then I want to get you into a training program. So again, like I use those words so that they see, Oh, this is going to be great. Like she's going to help me with my game. I'm going to make some swing adjustments. I don't say swing changes anymore either. It's swing adjustments. Then I've got a training program that's going to really help me actually shoot the lower scores. Does that make sense? No, for for sure. For sure. And I think that transition is amazing. I, I want to potentially make this less intimidating for anyone listening, thinking about this and, and feeling a bit overwhelmed by all these changes that you made because you've made so many like really smart changes, I think. Yeah. How long has it taken you to like make this transition and what was like the f- very first step you, you took? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Cause it is, it sounds really super overwhelming at first. Um, so I started out working with Henry Brunton and Dr. Jensen. I did their um, shift to modern golf coaching, which was like changed my thinking for sure. And I knew that group training was going to be great. I understood the idea of getting on the golf course and that showing people how to practice and helping them with their mindsets is really important. So what I did, I just set up two sessions a week. And I just, like I said, I took some of my regulars and I said, Hey, do you want to try this with me? You can give me good feedback. And it was just people that knew me and love me and will just do anything I'm asking them to do. And I knew that they would be my like pioneer team. So that was the first season after I did everything with Henry and Rick. But what I was finding was I didn't understand what to do in a practice session or in a training session. And I didn't understand what to do on the golf course. Really. I kind of had an idea, but I wasn't quite there. So then that's why I joined RGX with Will, because he really helped me understand what does the session need to look like. So that kind of set me up and that took two years. Actually, it might've been three years now from the initial working with um, Henry. I even went to Canada and like spent a day with Henry's program to see what they were doing just to see how I could apply it. So I did it was probably two years. And then last season is when I implemented the scoring method. 
And within a month and a half, it was just getting massive results with people. And they're, they were just having such a good time with it that I realized this, then the summer I went home back to Nashville and I sat down and I put this vision together of what could it look like if I got all my students convinced that group training is, is where it needs to be, or not even so much group training, but just coaching and understanding that you have to commit to a 12 week program or commit to me for three months because the other way doesn't work as well for what I'm trying to accomplish. I mean, yeah, individual lessons work great when you're trying to just focus on swing. I'm not discounting that. I think it's great, but I'm targeting a large population of people that want to break a hundred, that want to break 90. They just want to shoot in the eighties. They don't really care about, you know, that. So it took a little bit of time, but it went very, very quick once I got it all organized and set up and people started talking about their results to each other. So once you have it, it, it builds like within, I think within a season or a year or within three months, honestly. Yeah, no, that, that's amazing. You've obviously dedicated a lot of time and a lot of energy and I'm sure money as well to getting to where yeah. you are at this point <laughs> and sure. really working to build the programs, build a, a business that you enjoy and that's getting great results for students. And I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. Great work. I think that's a big thing is that you have to get the results with the students if you want them to make a swing change and you want them to come to programs, they need to see results on their score and they need to see it quickly. So when I've helped other coaches with this, I'm always reminding them that it's one thing to sell them a program. Like that's great. Get them in, get them started. But it's another thing. And within three weeks, they need to see a massive change. So for me, like I'll have a lady shoot, like, so let's say she's shooting 105 and she's like, I would just love to shoot a 95 and she shoots an 89 one day that sets like just, and I know she can do that. Everybody can break 90. They just don't know how to do it. So get your results quick. And as a coach, I think you have to figure out where can I get the most amount of strokes off in a fast time? And maybe it's just watching them play golf and realizing they have no clue how to lay up. Like they don't, a, a bogey golfer has no clue that they're supposed to lay up and chip and putt. So they're going for greens they shouldn't go for. And just teaching them how to play the game, all of a sudden they shoot five to six shots lower and they're telling everybody and then your program grows from there. But you have to be prepared for that. You know, that's kind of how I feel. I was prepared for the growth by having it organized out and then get results with people quick, as fast as you can. And it doesn't mean you have to change their swing because if you try to change their swing, that's going to take longer for them to get better, honestly. And we all know that. But if you help them play the game better, they're going to shoot lower scores and then they're going to buy into you fast and they're going to stick with you. Cause that's my thing. I just want, I don't want have to get a hundred new clients every year. I want these people like totally addicted to me and whatever I'm doing, they're going to keep doing it every single year, which is kind of where I am at this point. Perfect. Well, what a great way to end there. Uh, th yeah. Thank you, Sarah, for taking the time to, to share. And if people want to check out what you're doing, I think we'll have a, an image of your schedule kind of showing how you do this. But uh, what's your website? Uh, potentially how people can get in touch with you if they have any questions or anything. Just go, you can go to Sarah Dant Golf, Sarah with an H, and everything's on the schedule there or on the um, website and my contact. And definitely if anyone wants to contact me with help, just let me know. Awesome. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you, Cordy.